in the beginning, Bob was a baby. Bob was a baby. Bob was a baby. And he liked the meaning stream, particularly on Sundays, because on Sundays it's the meaning way of life, super request shit. And you get to go on down and get your meaning way of life request. You get to super chat and get a meaning way of life request. As far as I know, about 99.7% of the requests have all been met, which is pretty high. That's a pretty high rate for a request show by Joe. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What up, baby? Roll up, roll up. Smash that like. It's the Meaning Wave Live Super Request Show. On everybody's favorite DJ live stream. The greatest DJ live stream on the whole internet. Not even close. The greatest daily DJ live stream of all time. What's up, baby? How you doing out there? It's a, it's a beautiful day to be alive, isn't it? And it's just, and it's just a beautiful day to be alive. Just as everyone locked in from early, the real MVPs, these people, they're here early. They waiting, they waiting. It's not that I come out and then people are sort of wondering. It's people are already here. They already here. They already put in requests. They're just eager, eager for vibes. And I salute them. I salute them and I salute you, because you is them. You is them and them is you, and I salute you. This is exactly the vibes, it was the vibes um, that I was feeling, yeah. Exactly the vibes. I was just, uh, I was just making the thumbnails for like the next like uh, week. I just, I'm bash, I bash my thumbnails today. I did like nine days worth of, of stream thumbnails and uh, had uh, Alex Jones talking to Joe Rogan on. Joe Rogan went on Alex Jones' show yesterday and they drank whiskey and smoked blunts. And uh, Joe's being filmed from a different angle and he's got a saucy eyebrow going on, you know, like a slightly arched eyebrow going on, like 50 Cent. 
you know, and uh, it's, it's the mischievous, the mischievous eyebrow. And it's just wonderful. It's just wonderful. I think I'm only about an hour in, and it's just been very, very enjoyable. I really enjoyed doing a, pro- a batching thing that is uh, if just the right level of mind that I can also enjoy a podcast, you know? It just feels like a treat. It just feels like an absolute treat, baby, baby, baby. So, uh, shout out to my uh, fellow uh, Texas uh, residentes. <laughs> Shouts out to batching, man. Batching is just a killer. Batching is just the shit. I gotta constantly, I always say, you know, batching is a big part of the hyper productivity thing that I do. But sometimes I have to remind myself, I mean, to do more batching is to batch more things. Think of it this way, right? Usually, uh, for the stream, it takes me half an hour or something uh, to do the thumbnail. I gotta take a picture, comp- compress it, like, color it, cut out the background, compose, think of something to put in the background, doodly doodly doodly. Right? I did nine days worth of uh, of thumbnails in two hours. Alright, so what I just saved myself. I don't know, I'm not I'm not the math genius here. Someone else uh, but it's a bunch, right? I definitely saved myself a bunch. And they were way better also as a result because I got into the zone of thumbnail making. It wasn't just one thumbnail doing another thing. I was just doing thumbnails. I got in the mini zone, the micro zone of thumbnails. And I did lit fire thumbnails. The thumbnails were fire. Got fire thumbnails, baby. So batch everything. Bye, Joe. Think of something you can batch today and batch it. And just see how glad you are. Uh, you know, I've been batching on the new album making process, and um, that's going great. That's why I'm going to produce two albums this month, uh, and they're amazing. It's the power of batching, the power of meaning, the power of vibes. And with that said, let's batch, let's batch some requests, baby. Bob L. Fishman was first. Shouts out to Bob L. Fishman. Whoa. Part man, part fish, all amazing. And this is the vibes I was on, baby. Uh, Joseph Rogan and Alexander Jones were giving up real, real powerful monkey in space vibes on that interview. Oh, that's weird. Oh, now I understand. The idea of the big one is the stoned ape theory. Transmechanist theory was the reason why the human brain size doubled over a period of two million Whoa. years. And he equates it to the time where the climate changed. Regulators! Receded into grasslands, and these monkeys climbed down from trees, started experimenting with new food sources. And they would flip over cow patties to find, like, bugs and beetles and shit. When they saw mushrooms growing on the cow patties, certain groups of these monkeys started eating these mushrooms. Two things happened. One, it increased their visual acuity and made them be able to see much better. And then the other thing that happened is it made them horny. So here you have these better hunters. They can see things better. They're probably, they can throw things and they're more accurate. And then they're horny, so they're going to fuck them. And then, of course, if they're eating plates of these fucking things, they're going to have psychedelic experiences. And if you're a monkey, maybe, if you have psychedelic experiences every day, it's like a forced fed evolution thing. It's like a forced fed evolution thing. 
psychedelic experiences every day, every day, every day. Psychedelic experiences every day, every day, every day. Psychedelic experiences every day, every day, every day. Monkeys in space. My monkeys in space. If we figure out eventually, we are all one thing. These spores are all white. They can go in a vacuum in space. They can travel in extreme cold and extreme heat. They can absorb radiation and not get down. And they can travel from other planets. Like a hits a chunk of this and can get knocked off. Get sent flying into space. And it lands on another planet. And those spores get to give birth on this planet and just communicate with all the animals that are here. When you have a DMT trip, it feels like communication with intent, but with no words. I understand exactly what you're saying, but I understand it more of as a, like a wave. It's like a very clear and obvious wave, wave. of information. One of the times I had this DMT trip, the DMT things, they always say a bunch of the same thing. Relax, Relax. and give in to astonishment. But they're not using words. That, that's the next shit, man. Psychedelic experiences every day, every day, every day. Psychedelic experiences every day, every day, every day. Psychedelic experiences every day, every day, every day. Monkeys in space. Monkeys in space. Psychedelic experiences every day, every day, every day. Psychedelic experiences every day, every day, every day. Psychedelic experiences every day, every day, every day. Monkeys in space. My monkeys in space. They're starting to look at this. They're starting to back. They're starting to look up at the sky. They're starting to look to the left and look to the right and go, whoa, whoa, what the fuck is this? What is this thing we're doing here? Because this isn't just we're living life. In the beginning, Bob was a baby. Bob went to high school, then college. He played a bit of football before settling down with his... No, 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 no. That's just yeah. shit we made up to make ourselves feel more comfortable. I mean, those events are actually taking place. Bob is going to school, but that doesn't mean shit, okay? That really means something is we're flying through the fucking universe. Flying through the fucking universe. We're in space. We are in a ship. It's an organic ship. We're not on the ground. We're not on the ground. We're flying. I'm afraid to be in space. You're on a spaceship right now. It's just fucking huge. It's a 24,000 mile across spaceship. Okay, it's a spaceship. That's what it is. Okay, it's a spaceship. That's what it is. We're not grounded. It's not like the universe is a solid mass and we're sitting on it. We're flying. We are right now hurling and we're spinning a thousand miles an hour around a massive nuclear explosion. Psychedelic experiences every day, every day, every day. Psychedelic experiences every day, every day, every day. Psychedelic experiences every day, every day, every day. Monkeys in space. Whoa, monkeys in space. Psychedelic experiences every day, every day, every day. Psychedelic experiences every day, every day, every day. Psychedelic experiences every day, every day, every day. Monkeys in space. Monkeys in space. Hey, that's a good record, huh? Shouts out to that record. Shouts out to everybody who looked in live. Do me a favor, smash that like. 
do me a favor, smash that like. If you're in here, if you've not yet smashed the like, kindly smash the like. And that means navigate towards the like button thing and hit it. Hit it. Uh, also, uh, put the link to this broadcast in your Twitter or your Instagram or your tickety tockety or your piddly piddly parlory poodly. Whatever you got, baby, use that thing. What you got it for anyway? Uh, what you got it for? But to use it, you know, but to distribute the vibes, Timothy Delgado. That's what we're here for. We're here to distribute the vibes, regulate the vibes, uh, make the vibes great. Shout out to you, Timothy. But look, Timothy Delgado, he's just straight up regulating, regulating like a G. Shout out to you, baby. And uh, God bless you and your family and everyone locked in. Hey! Got another two songs done today. Two songs done today. You know what I was aiming at this year, right? I was aiming at 12 vocal albums this year. I do believe we did 10. Not good enough. Not good enough by Joe. Uh, so I've been working extra, extra hard to make sure that next year we surpass. We surpass that ass. Now I know certain people, they're like, ooh, I did, I did a whole album in four years. Whatever. These are not the benchmarks by which we, uh, we judge ourselves here. Compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today. Some smart button said that. Yo. Uh. Uh. Hey, what's up, Daniel Pessy? You free falling into the kill the dragon, save the world. Free falling into a request of, of kill the dragon, save the world. Let me put that on my list of things to do. Kill dragon. Save world. Who here has already written out their list of things to achieve this week? What you aiming at this week? Do you have your aims? Uh, do you have your aims aimed aimed out? You know, systems beat goals, of course. So what you want to do is get your systems to carry you towards your aims. You want to aim at something, and then compose a system to carry you there. And then all you got to do is lie back and be carried by the system. It's very, very, uh, very, very luxurious, of course. Ah! It's hard work. But when you know what you're doing, when you know what you're aiming at, and you've got your systems in place, you're just executing, baby. What is it Marcus Aurelius said about waking up and being like, all right, what is my job? What am I here for today? What am I supposed to be doing? You do it. Get up out of your, get your ass up out of your slumbering. Do it. Do the thing you're supposed to do. And there's a beauty to that, baby. Glory to that. A joy to that. I wonder. I wonder, I wonder what you would do. If you had the power to do. Uh, you know, what you're bloody supposed to. Well, you told yourself you were supposed to, Bob L. Fishman. What you doing? I'm finishing my truck. Hey, there you go. If you ain't got to aim, you aimless. And if you ain't got a truck, you're truckless. Yeah, shit out of truck. That's me. I am shit out of truck. Living out in the country in Texas. But that's cool, because we live in the future. I got a super computer, it fits in my pocket. I can poke a button. Poke a button, pew, pew, pew. And I get a, I get a chariot. Whoa. 
Akira. The Hi, baby, how you all doing? Oh, shoot, Jordan Peterson spoke with Wim Hof. Someone in the chat just said, that's crazy. That's crazy. What incredible timing. Yeah. Uh, thanks for that, Patrick. Yeah. Do. All right, baby, let's get into it. We're about to get into it. Before we get into it, we've got an international high five to do. And shit, let's just do that for the international high five. Let me know where you are. What are you aiming at this week, baby? What are you aiming at this week, Kyla? What are you aiming at, D-Man? D-Man says destiny. Good for you. Bob L. Fishman's in the house, what's cracking, baby? Kyla's in the house, D-Man's in the house, Adam's in the house, said I was going to pickle some vegetables, and guess what? I'm pickling vegetables. Congratulations. Good work. Daniel Pessy says the Notion app is great for building systems to drive you towards your aims. Really? Notion app. Bob is staying sober, disciplining mind. Good for you. Yo. Flycat films Morrison, Morrison, Colorado, involving the whole FF family in more ATD streams. Family friendly. James Pocock. Juana, New Zealand. Hello. Rubik's Bot ES in Florida aiming at blasting final exams in the face. Kyla is nailing these morning and evening routines, setting up those systems. Get after it. Robert Easley, Chicago in the house and aiming to complete my outstanding investigations this week. Outstanding, baby. Daniel Percy is aiming uh, in South Carolina, aiming at doing more deep work hours on client projects. Adam in Montana making videos about the basics of breakfast. Nice. Members time, Virginia Beaches, Virginia, aiming to keep working on myself and increase my awareness and spread meaning wave. Out looking for mushrooms. Good for you. Spread that meaning wave, find those mushrooms. Kill that dragon. Impeccable flowing, Sweden, Stockholm, getting my systems in place. Shouts out to you, it must be very late for you. Perfect. And that's wonderful to have you here, considering it must be about three in the morning or something. Whoa! Impeccable flowing. Shouts out to you. Barbell Fisherman, I made a key lime pie, and it's actually really good. Congratulations. I used Bill Burr's recipe. What's the special ingredient? Despair, rage, cheeky grin, cigar. Oh my goodness, so I was watching The Mandalorian and then they had a bit at the end and they were like, <laughs> we need to find Bill Burr. It was hilarious. 
they're like, what are we going to do? Uh, spoilers alert. I'm about to do a spoiler. If you don't want a spoiler for The Mandalorian, shut up now. I mean, turn your ears off now. Three, two, one. We've got to find Baby Yoda. Yoda, what are we going to do? How are we going to find Baby Yoda? Bill Burr. That's what we need. To find Baby Yoda, we're going to get Bill Burr. We've got to bust Bill Burr out of prison. That will fix everything. I cannot believe it. What a time to be alive. Yes, Star Wars is a really good Star Wars show. It's in no way ideologically possessed and creepy and, and awful. And it's not just rehashing old shit. It's fun. It's adventure. And, uh, you know... You gotta, you gotta save Baby Yoda from Space Jail, where he's like choking motherfuckers. What you gonna do? Get, we need Bilba! Get Bilba! Oh my goodness, what a time to be alive. Anyway, so that was fun. <laughs> Defy Bay Area starting to create something to help people understand their body better. Hey, that's useful. Uh, Marshall Cross Marianne, good morning from Asia Pacific. Good morning, Marshall Cross Marianne. Good morning, Asia Pacific. What up, Kill Whitey? <laughs> Timothy Delgado. What up, everybody? Let's do the international high five. Alan Miranda's in Michigan. Wife is making medical butter. Ooh, uh, that's what she said. And then some baked goods with it from our first attempt to grow in our house. What a beautiful family. How wholesome that is. What a, what a beautiful, neo-psychedelic, wholesome age thing to be doing on a Sunday. James Parkock is in New Zealand fixing trucks. With the sounds pumping. Thanks for the shouts out. Boom! Time for an international high five. Was that good? Feels like it works, you know? Feels like it works. Feels like something else would work right now, too. Yes, I know it was something that would work. Super request show, let's go. Do you know, Asclepius, that Egypt is an image of heaven? Or to speak more exactly, in Egypt, 
all the operations of the powers which rule and work in heaven are present in the earth below. In fact, it should be said that the whole cosmos dwells in this our land, as in a sanctuary. And yet, since it is fitting that wise men should have knowledge of all events before they come to pass, you must not be left in ignorance of what I will now tell you. There will come a time when it will have been in vain that Egyptians have honored the Godhead with heartfelt piety and service, and all our holy worship will be fruitless and ineffectual. The gods will return from earth to heaven. Egypt will be forsaken. And the land which was once the home of religion will be left desolate, bereft of the presence of its deity. Oh Egypt, Egypt. Oh Egypt, Egypt. Of thy religion, nothing will remain but an empty tale. Oh Egypt, Egypt. Oh Egypt, Egypt. Oh Egypt, Egypt. Of thy religion, nothing will remain but an empty tale. Wish thine own children in time to come will not believe. Nothing will be left but graven words, and only the stones will tell of my piety. And in that day, men will be weary of life, and they will cease to think the universe worthy of reverent wonder and worship. They will no longer love this world around us, this incomparable work of God this glorious structure which he has built, this sum of good made up of many diverse forms, this instrument whereby the will of God operates in that which he has made, ungrudgingly favoring man's welfare. This combination and accumulation of all the manifold things that call forth the veneration, praise and love of the beholder. Darkness will be preferred to light, and death will be thought more profitable than life. No one will raise his eyes to heaven. The pious will be deemed insane. The impious wise, the madman will be thought a brave man, and the wicked will be esteemed. As for the soul, and the belief that it is immortal by nature, or may hope to attain to immortality, as I have taught you. All this they will mock, and even persuade themselves that it is false. Oh, Egypt, Egypt. Oh, Egypt, Egypt. Oh, Egypt, Egypt. A virus, nothing will remain but an empty bed. Oh, Egypt, Egypt. worthy of heaven will be heard or believed and so the gods will depart from mankind a grievous thing 
and only evil angels will remain, who will mingle with men and drive the poor wretches into all manner of reckless crime, into wars and robberies and frauds and all things hostile to the nature of the soul. Then will the earth tremble and the sea bear no ships. Heaven will not report the stars in their orbits. All voices of the gods will be forced into silence. The fruits of the earth will rot, the soil will turn barren, and the very air will sicken with sullen stagnation. All things will be disordered and awry. All good will disappear. This has befallen Asclepius. Then God, the creator of all things, will look on that which has come to pass and will stop the disorder by the counterforce of his will, which is the good. He will call back to the right path those who have gone astray. He will cleanse the world of evil, washing it away with floods, burning it out with the fierce fire, and expelling it with war and pestilence. And thus he will bring back his world to its former aspect, so that the cosmos will once more be deemed worthy of worship and wondering reverence. And God, the maker and maintainer of the mighty fabric, will be adored by the men of that day with continuous songs of praise and blessing. Such is the new birth of the cosmos. It is a making again of all things good a holy and awe-inspiring restoration of all nature. And it is wrought. Despite the process of time, by the eternal will of the Creator, for Alec Moran. Locked in the rocks. The next 
picture that he had her draw had followed something he had said to her. Suddenly, a lightning flash hit the rocks and the gold came pouring out. And then she found reflected on rocks round about the gold. There was no more gold in the rocks. It was all available on the top. And in the conferences that follow, those patches of gold were identified. They were her friends. She wasn't alone, but she had blocked herself in her own little room and life. But she had friends. But she had friends. Do you see what I'm meaning? This is killing a dragon. This is killing a dragon. I'm enjoying that. You save the world. Kill the dragon, 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 save the world. Save the world. My general formula for my students is follow your bliss and find where it is and don't be afraid to follow it. Follow your bliss and find where it is and don't be afraid. The work that you're doing is the work that you chose to do because you were enjoying it. That's it. But if you think, oh gee, I couldn't do that, you know, that's your dragon blocking you in. Oh no, I couldn't be a writer. Oh no, I couldn't do what so-and-so is doing. Unlike the classical heroes, we're not going on our journey to save the world or to save ourselves. And in doing that, you save the world. I mean, you do. The influence of a vital person vitalizes. There's no doubt about it. The world is a wasteland. People have the notion of saving the world by shifting it around and changing the rules and so forth. No, any world is a living world if it's alive. And the thing is to bring it to life. And the way to bring it to life is to find in your own case where your life is and be alive yourself, it seems to me. If you have someone who can help you, that's fine too. But ultimately, the last trick has to be done by you. This is killing the dragon. I didn't do that. You saved the world.
Yeah, that one goes out too. Who was that for? Hey. That's for Daniel Petty. What up, Daniel Petty? Hey. This next one's for Word XP. Akira. He's what up, Emily? <laughs> Emily said your thumbnail made me think you were doing mixes based on Akira, the anime. I kind of always am. That is That spirit is in everything I do. That's a very scary situation when you are on one side of the door and your mind is racing because on the other side of that door, it could be no one. It could be four guys with four AK-47s. That door you're about to open could be booby-trapped. So once you open it, boom, your legs are gone. There's a thousand things you think about when you're the first guy, second guy, third guy, getting ready to go in a room and flood it. And that's why I talk about the warrior mentality and that's why so many people are lost when I start talking. You have the right. You're lucky that you don't have to think like warriors think. You're very privileged. I chose this world to be a warrior. To be a warrior. To be a warrior. I chose this world to be a warrior and I would choose it again if I came back to this world. The mentality of a warrior is very different than normal mentality. You must be that person on that door, get ready to open it, thinking to yourself, if I die, so be it. The only way you can go in that door is knowing there's a great chance you're going to die. Like, being still, you train with live ammo. You jump out of an airplane. Everything you do, you could die. To be a warrior, why people don't understand me, I'm glad you don't understand me. Merry Christmas, good on you. Because being a warrior takes a whole different mindset. A whole different mindset to know that there's a great chance I may not be in the middle. Like, I was in for 21 years. I'm lucky. I'm lucky that I'm alive, able to talk to you, able to still hug. But when you sign up on that dotted line to be a SEAL, your mentality changes. I may not live. You gotta accept that. And that's the mentality you have. And that's what makes you a warrior. If you're scared to die, you're a bad warrior. I chose this world to be a warrior. Be a warrior. To be a warrior. I chose this world to be a warrior. And I would choose it again if I came back to this world. It still works for me in life as far as attacking things. No matter what avenue I choose, I want to be the very best. And the very best may not be I'm number one, 
the very best that, that I leave everything inside of me out there. So attacking is not like, oh, I want to win this or win that or be the best. The best is I'm, I'm, I'm running against myself in everything I do. And that's what I attack. I attack myself. I'm always questioning myself. I'm always holding myself accountable. Because you know what? At least I look at everything I do now in life, and this sums it up. I hated jumping out of airplanes. I hated shooting guns. I hated the job as a Navy SEAL. But I did it because I wanted to change myself. Everything I do, I'm not really comfortable doing. But if you choose to go that route, to go be a Navy SEAL, you might as well go be the hardest motherfucker in the world. I chose Whoa. this world to be a warrior. To be a warrior. To be a warrior. Whoa. I chose this world to be a warrior. And I would choose it again if I came back to this world. Because if you're choosing to do something, you have two routes. You can go there and be a little, a little weak person and get through barely, and that's your reputation. Or you can go through the hardest guy you can possibly be, that reputation. So my whole thing is, if you're gonna choose to open that fucking door in Iraq or Afghanistan, open the motherfucker and go in hard. Because they're gonna remember you by slowly opening it and peeking in. So if you're gonna open it, and you made the mind to open it, don't crack it open. Open the fucking door and go in, that's with life. If you choose to do something, attack it. Because they're gonna remember you and not attack it. So I want to be remembered. You can hate me, but one thing you can't say about me, I didn't attack it. So that's the mentality you have. If you're gonna do something, you might as well attack it. Because you can do it anyway. Of course, we didn't know what the hell was going on when I was growing up. 
Nobody knew what that was. And it took a long time to get that sorted out. That time of year has been very complex over the years. So Christmas could be a dark time. For us. Christmas could be a dark time. personal end of it, the more metaphysical end is, of course, that I've spent a lot of time over the last three decades trying to understand Christianity and what the rituals and routines and stories mean. That's added another dimension to it. I mean, I understand, for example, the mythological idea that at the darkest point of the year, that's when the hero emerges. That's a very old mythological idea. Of course, you don't need a hero unless the darkness is intense. The darkness is intense. Of course, you don't need a hero unless the darkness is intense. The darkness is intense. The darkness is intense. Darkness is intense. It makes sense that that's what would call forth a hero. Yeah, very fucking Christmas. For Blizzo Sanchez and everybody else. Christmas food killer. This one goes out to you, my guy. That sweet, sweet, sweet unreleased uh, Mythology, I think of as the uh, homeland of the muses, the inspirers of art, the inspirers of poetry, and to see life as a poem and yourself participating in a poem. Whistle along if you can whistle. It does for you. Whistle. I mean a, a vocabulary in the form not of words but of acts and adventures which connote something transcendent of the action here and which yet informs the whole thing so to always feel in accord with the universal being Shall be he. Wow, that's Buddha. 
capitalism. Every mythology, every religion is true. Every every mythology, every religion is true. In this sense, it is true as metaphorical of the human and cosmic mystery. Every religion is true. Heaven and hell are within us, and all the gods are within us. This is the great realization of the Upanishads of India already in the ninth millennium, ninth century BC. All the gods, all the heavens, all the worlds are within us. They are magnified dreams, and what dreams are are manifestations in image form of energies of the body in conflict with each other. This organ wants this, this organ wants That's all myth is. Myth is a manifestation in uh, symbolic images, metaphorical images of energies within us in conflict with each other. Every mythology, every religion is true. Every every mythology, every religion is true. In this sense, it is true as metaphorical of the human and cosmic mystery. Every religion is true. Hey.
just mow along. That's the big mystical teaching. Yo, that was a special request right there. That was to Kevin, wasn't it? Who was it? Was it? Was it? Was it? The request got jumbled because uh, Kevin Gruber thought uh, didn't realize it was a meaning way of a live super request show because he didn't read the title of the stream. And I can understand why that would happen. You just turn up because it's always now. Why would you read a title? You know, you know it's going to be great. You know it's epic. Well, anyway, it's a meaning wave live super request stream. That's meaning wave super request. So you got that because that's meaning wave because uh, I made it. And it's meaningful. Why would you do drugs when you could just mow a lawn? Come on. That's the big mystical teaching. Speaking of mystical teachings. The funny thing is, if you're trying to stop drinking, you need something better than alcohol. And alcohol is pretty good. But you better find something a lot better. Uh-huh. Yeah. Esteemable people do esteemable things. That's like, right. Yeah, well, you want to figure out something that you're doing with your life that's worth not getting drunk and screwing up. You might say, well, why do people drink too much? If you like alcohol, that's a stupid question. Yes. Why do people drink too much? Well, because it's great. So why stop? Well, you do stupid things when you're drunk. Uh-huh. You hurt yourself. You, you compromise your health. It's really hard on the people around you. You tend to turn into a liar. And it screws up your life. It's like, yeah, but it's pretty fun. Yes. Yeah, well, it is. But you need something better than that. And what's better isn't being straight and not making mistakes. It's like that's all prohibition in some Uh sense. What's better is... No, you need an adventure, man. Alcohol is an interesting drug. Alcohol is a hell of a drug. to get out there and have something to do something worth waking up for that's the substitute for the addiction actually the addiction is the substitute for that if truth be known Uh uh-huh alcohol really is a good drug for coping with anxiety it makes you more extroverted and enthusiastic more full of positive emotion and the second thing it does is reduce anxiety it's a great drug that's right but the problem is it's well it's a great drug for the moment, alcohol is an interesting drug. Alcohol is a hell of a drug. It's a hell of a drug. Alcohol is a great drug. But the problem is, it's a great drug. Alcohol is an interesting drug because it, it actually doesn't make people stupid. People who are drunk will take far more risk. And you might say, well, that's because they're too stupid to understand the risk. It's like, no, they're not. If you ask them about the risk when they're drunk, they can outline it perfectly. What it stops them from doing is caring about the risk. That's why you can drive around drunk at high speed in a car, which is a really stupid thing to do. It's fun, you know, like so many things. It's like jumping off a cliff. I'm flying! True until the last one-tenth of a second. It's like, then you're not flying, man. Alcohol. Oh, it's a drink and And if you don't like drinking, you can it's sing a hell of a And if you do, it's it can't be rough. But the problem is, it's a great drug. Yeah, it's true. 
that's facts. <laughs> yeah, make some noise to Theo Vaughn. Make some noise to Jordan VP to son. Come on, baby, baby, come on, baby, baby, come on. Ooh. 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 Okay, so here's the problem. Last one was with Bubba L. Fishman. There's a big problem here. What's this? The problem Kevin is, Gruber. it's true. God only knows why. Maybe you're too short or you're not as beautiful as you could be, or your grandparent was a suck. Likely, because almost everybody's great grandparent was. You know, and you're not as smart as you could be, and you have a big relative, and you have your own physical problem. Frankly, you're a mess. Frankly, you're a mess. And you're oppressed in every possible way, including your ancestry and your biology. The entire sum of human history has conspired to produce victimized youth with all your individual pathological problems. It's like, yes! True! Oh! Your oppressed, 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 your opp
Crack it, baby. Yeah. All right, that last one. Who was that last one for? Let me see. Shouts out to everybody locked in. This is the Meanie Way Super Request Show. Oh, that was Kevin Gruber. <laughs> Kevin Gruber also wanted to hear this one. Oh, I see. What's up, though? I read this New Testament line decades ago. I could never understand it. The line is, the meek shall inherit the earth. And I thought, there's something wrong with that, that line. It just doesn't make sense to me. Meek just doesn't seem to me to be a moral virtue. Meek is not a good translation. What it means is this. Those who have swords and know how to use them, but keep them sheathed. We'll inherit the world. The baby! Make it beautiful, Miss Superconductor. Make it beautiful. to people that they should clean up their rooms. That's become quite the internet meme. But I'm really serious about it because it's really hard to do that. And it isn't just that you clean it up. You also make it beautiful. Make it beautiful. Make it beautiful. 
make it beautiful. Make it make it beautiful. Make it beautiful. It's really hard to make something beautiful. Make it beautiful. It's really worthwhile. Make it beautiful. It's really hard to make something beautiful. Make it beautiful. It's really worthwhile. What's really cool is if you learn to make something beautiful, even one thing, if you could just make one thing in your life beautiful, then you've established a relationship with beauty. And then you can start to expand that relationship with beauty out into, into the world, like into other elements of your life. And that is so worthwhile. It's just incredibly, crazily worthwhile. Make it beautiful. Make it beautiful. Make it beautiful. Make it, make it beautiful. Make it beautiful. It's really hard to make something beautiful. Make it beautiful. It's really worthwhile. Make it beautiful. It's really hard to make something beautiful. Make it beautiful. It's really worthwhile. People are terrified of it. People are terrified of color. They paint their walls beige. They're terrified of art. They buy some mass-produced thing because they don't want anybody laughing at them for their lack of taste. And they would get laughed at because they have no taste. But you have to, well, it's right. Because what do you know, right? You have to develop it. And so you're going to stumble along and make mistakes to begin with. And you're going to show yourself. Because if you buy, oh, I think this is pretty. And you know, somebody comes over and goes, hey, what's up with you? It's kind of hard on your self-esteem. But but it's a stu you're stumbling towards the right, you're stumbling towards the kingdom of God. That's what you're stumbling towards when you try to make an aesthetic decision. Make it beautiful. Make it beautiful. Make it beautiful. Make it make it beautiful. Make it beautiful. It's really hard to make something beautiful. Make it beautiful. But it's really worthwhile. Make it beautiful. It's really hard to make something beautiful. Make it beautiful. And it's really worthwhile. Beauty is absolutely terrifying to people because beauty. Beauty highlights what's ugly. And so if you start to make your room beautiful, then everything around that isn't like that just starts to glow in the worst sense. It's terribly dangerous. That's why people are afraid of beauty, but it's the greatest thing you can do. Beautiful things are beautiful for a reason. That beauty has depth, like it's real depth, man. That's what gets you in touch with the transcendent and the divine is beauty. You introduce that into your room. You're playing with fire. And people will resist it. Make it beautiful. Make it beautiful. Make it beautiful. Make it make it beautiful. Make it beautiful. It's really hard to make something beautiful. Make it beautiful. And it's really worthwhile. Make it beautiful. It's really hard to make something beautiful. Make it beautiful. And it's really worthwhile. I was in this museum a while back. It was full of these paintings from the late Renaissance like a dozen of them in this one room. Every painting on that wall was worth $300 million, like minimum. You couldn't buy those paintings. Like There was like a dozen of them in there. I thought, wow, there's like $3.6 billion worth of paintings in this room. And people are making pilgrimages from all over the world just to look at them. It's like, what the hell's going on? It's like, yeah, no kidding. What the hell's going on? There's beauty in those paintings. There's beauty and it's magnificent. And part of what it does is say, you aren't who you should be. That's what beauty does to you. That's why you're intimidated by a beautiful woman, a staggeringly beautiful woman. It's like, oh my God, you know, attracted for sure, but definitely intimidated. It's like, well, that's because you aren't who you could be. Beauty does that to you because beauty has that contrast. Sex.
Waking up in the morning like that Oh, what a glorious thing Get to have the whole day Hey, oh, what a glorious thing Waking up in the morning, baby Oh, what a glorious thing Get to have the whole day to achieve that are just tyrants in training. That's sort of the basic attitude that we have towards our own culture and towards young men now. Everything about that is pathological and inexcusable and shameful. You know, I used to watch kids skateboard. I liked watching those kids. I liked watching skateboarders do those crazy things. Because they're trying to become confident. They're facing danger. They don't want the damn protective gear. It's like, no, I don't want to wear a helmet. I want to expose myself to this danger. It's not that I'm stupid. And the kids are often shooed away. It's like, wait a sec. They're practicing being courageous. They're practicing mastering something in the face of danger. Don't bother children when they're skateboarding. Don't bother children when they're skateboarding. Don't bother children. Don't bother children. Don't bother children when they're skateboarding.
men in particular, which is very frowned upon in the schools. It's like, that's toxic masculinity. You know, that horrid, horrid phrase. It's like, leave those damn kids alone. About 10 years ago in Toronto, they changed the insurance rules governing the playgrounds. Currently, for these damn playgrounds, there's nothing wrong with them. Tore them all Two weeks before school started, there was nothing but dirt and gravel. I saw the kids on top of the school. Why? Because they needed some danger. Don't bother children when they're skateboarding. Don't bother children when they're skateboarding. Don't bother children. Don't bother children. Don't bother children when they're skateboarding. Don't bother children when they're skateboarding. Don't bother children when they're skateboarding. Don't bother children. Don't bother children. Don't bother children when they're skateboarding. Go see a gymnast. Like the gymnast does a flawless routine. Everybody claps like mad. Judges say 9.9, and then the next person comes up and they're screwed. It's like 9.9.9. It was basically perfect. How can you do better than perfect? And then they do it. You can do better than perfect. They're on the edge. They go out there and you know, you watch them, you feel it before. Everything they do is that much farther out into chaos than anything they've ever done. Pushing themselves to the absolute limit of their ability. Tell with every gesture, they're that close to making a mistake. They've taken this courageous step beyond their confidence and put everything on the line. When they land, they land in a way that's unlike perfect. It's perfect plus. And everybody immediately leaps to their feet. And like they get a chill. And so what you've just seen is awe-inspiring. You've seen someone courageously move past perfection into the unknown and not only ennoble themselves more, but to ennoble humanity itself. Up on your feet. It's like, yes! And then it's tens. They win the goal. Well, everyone knows what that's like. It's like a great music performance. That's being in that place where everything lines up. It's better than perfect. Hey yo, bless up, Bob. Appreciate you, baby. That one goes out for Andrew. What up, though? Oh, oh. Bam, 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 bam. Bam, 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 bam. Dan. 
that he has the name Pan. And he's the boy that won't grow up. And he's magical. Magical. Well, that's because children are magical. They can be anything. This one goes as well. They're nothing but Peter Pan doesn't want to give that up. Why? Well, he's got some adults around him, but the main adult is Captain Hook. Who the hell wants to grow up to be Captain Hook? First of all, you've got a hook. Second, you're a tyrant. And third, you're chased by the dragon of chaos with a clock in its stomach. The crocodile, it's already got a piece of you. Piece of you. Well, that's what happens when you get older. Time has already got a piece of you. And eventually, it's got a taste for you. And eventually, it's going to eat you. Hook is so traumatized by that that he can't help but be a tyrant. And then Peter Pan looks at 
traumatized hook and says, well, no, I'm not sacrificing my childhood for that. He ends up king of the lost boys. Sacrifice. You get to pick your damn sacrifice. That's all. Sacrifice. You don't get to not make one. You're sacrificial whether you want to be or not. My, my opinion is if, if, if somebody wants to stay home, they should stay home. I say if somebody doesn't want to stay home, they should not be compelled to stay home. Still relevant. That's my opinion. If somebody doesn't like that, well, that's my opinion. This notion, though, that you, you know you can just sort of send checks out everybody and, and things will be fine is not true, obviously. Some people have this absurd, like, uh, view that the economy is like some magic horn of plenty. Like, it just makes stuff. Stuff, you know, whatever, it just, there's a magic horn of plenty, and you know, the goods and services, they just come from this magic horn of plenty, and then if, um, like, if somebody has more stuff than somebody else, it's because they took more from this magic horn of plenty. Now let me just break it to you, the fools out there. If you don't make stuff, there's no stuff. If you don't make stuff, there's no stuff if you don't make stuff. There's no stuff if you don't make stuff. There's no stuff if you don't make stuff. There's no stuff. Yeah. So, if you don't make the food, you don't process the food, you don't transport the food, medical treatment, getting your teeth fixed. There's no stuff. I would become detached from reality. You can't just legislate money and solve these things. If you don't make stuff, there is no stuff. If you don't make stuff, there's no stuff. If you don't make stuff, there's no stuff. If you don't make stuff, there's no stuff. If you don't make stuff. There is no stuff. Obviously, we'll run out of the stores. We'll run out of the. You know, If you don't make stuff, there's no stuff. If you don't make stuff, there's no stuff. If you don't make stuff, there's no stuff. If you don't make stuff, there is no stuff. Baby, make some noise. Elon Musk. He had like double Elon. Everyone loves the double Elon by Joe. Double Elon. Who was that for? If you don't make stuff, there is no stuff. Who wanted to hear? If you don't make stuff, there is no stuff. Oh, yeah, it was Lee. What up, Lee? Appreciate you, baby. Where's that coming from? That's interesting. 
Ah, there you go. <laughs> yeah.
that's what I see myself doing with a lot of these other people. I want to help steal the culture. Steal the way. Steal the way. Steal the way. Steal the way. Kira the Dunn and Kanye West, aka Holy Trinity by Joe. And that's one of them rare things that you only get to experience here on the Meaning Stream. That only exists here in the moment of the Meaning Stream by Joe. Every Tuesday, if you heard that, if you liked that, that's John Vivaki right there, Viveki. I always say his name wrong. John Viveki, another brilliant Canadian. And on Tuesdays right now, we are doing a live waving of his epic Awakening from the Meaning Crisis series in which uh, we traverse the history of human consciousness and the development of such and, uh, and of meaning its very self by Joe. Meaning its very self. Awakening from the Meaning Crisis and chill. Tuesdays on the meaning stream. You know, if you take people and you expose them voluntarily to Kinda. things that they are avoiding this for you. or afraid of, you know, that they know they need to overcome in order to meet Woo. goals, their self-defined goals. If you can teach people to stand up in the face of the things they're afraid of, they get stronger. And you don't know what the upper limits to that are, because you might ask yourself, like, if for 10 years, if you didn't avoid doing what you knew you needed to do, right within the value structure that you've created to the degree that you've done that what would you be like what would you be like hey what would you be like it's that place
getting stronger and stronger. We don't know the limits to that. We do not know the limits to that. And so you could say, well, in part, perhaps the reason that you're suffering unbearably can't at your feet because you're not everything you could be. And you know it. And you know it. Yo, shouts out to Oliver. Because you're not everything you could be. And you know it. And you know it. And you know it. Hey, what would you be like? What would you be like if you stop wasting time? What would you be like? What would you be like if you smoke your mind? Banger, banger. Woo! Hey, Merry Christmas. If you want to find a true folk religion in our culture, look at the rights of Santa Claus. before the beginning of Advent, which was supposed to be a three to four week fasting period in preparation for the feast. Streets are decorated for Christmas, the shops glitter with tinsel and festive display of gifts. Public address systems warble electronic bells so that one is sick to death of Venite Adoramus long before Christmas Day. Trees are already bobbled and illumined in most homes. And as the big build-up proceeds, they are surrounded by those shiny packages with shimmering ribbon, which look as if they held gates for Christmas. Hey yo, shouts out! God bless Horse Whisperer! Thank you for your generous support by Joe. And you'll be glad to know that I bought a copy of The Fountainhead uh, as research not long ago. Horse Whisperer says we need Iron Rand. Wait! Oh, baby. When at last the day comes, the children are frantic. Hardly able to wait for breakfast, but not having slept most of the night. They tear those gold and silver parcels to shreds as if they contain nothing less than the elixir of life or the philosopher's stone. Excelsior wrapping paper and riding ribbons. Black ties, upended dolls, half-assembled model railroads. Base suits, plastic atom bombs, and scattered chocolate bar. Hundreds of tinker toy pieces, crushed tree ornaments, miniature sports cars, water pistols, bottles of whiskey, balloons. An hour later, the children are blubbering or screaming and have to be shooed out of doors while the mess is shoved together to make room for Christmas dinner. Here's the heart. Hey, hey, 
Thereafter, the 12 days of Christmas are spent with upset stomachs, colds, and influenza. And on New Year's Eve, the adults get stoned to forget the whole thing. The adults get stoned to forget the whole thing. The adults get stoned to forget the whole thing. Alan Watts there, Corporate Christmas from Meaning Wave Christmas. <laughs> Big shouts out again to Horse Whisperer. Thank you for the support. We need Iron Round Wave, said Horse Whisperer. And yeah, boy, got that uh, OG second edition. Fountainhead, second edition. I did, I got a second edition. I don't know why. But I did, that's what I got for that research. Man be doing that research. Ow. Ow. Man, be doing a lot of research. I got a very serious bit of research I need to do soon that's going to involve going to the bloody Amazon. How am I going to stream from the Amazon? The white Anglo Saxon Protestants, British, German, American, hmm. have been on a rampage for the past hundred or more years to improve the world. 1776. To improve the world. Is the answer to 1984. We have given the benefits of our culture, our religion, our technology to everybody, except perhaps the Australian Aborigines. And we have insisted that they receive the benefits of our culture, even our political styles, our democracy. You had better be democratic. Oh, shoot. And having conferred these blessings all over the place, we wonder why everybody hates us. See, because sometimes doing good to others, and even doing good to oneself, is amazingly destructive. Because it's full of conceit. Hey. Kevin Gruber. I was just thinking that Jocko's kind of... A lot of people are, can be real father figures for me. I have such a desperation for that energy and that connection in my life that I will latch on to people or put them in a place where... Oh, I gotta tell you this. So, I saw my dad in a dream when I was in uh, Hawaii, or in Maui. I was in Maui and it was really crazy because I hadn't seen him in 20 years even in a vision you know when I had an adult vision and I saw him you know when I saw him it was crazy we were at a kind of confusing 
It was a dream, you know. And Robert De Niro was there, and Matthew McConaughey was there. And we were in Maui. My dad was in one room, eating at a table, and Matthew McConaughey and Robert De Niro were in another room. And my dad wanted to come and meet Matthew McConaughey, but he didn't want to meet Robert De Niro. And so I was trying to like, between the two of them and finally my dad and Matthew McConaughey got to meet each other which doesn't mean anything but it was just interesting to see my father I hadn't seen him I saw my dad in a dream I saw my dad in a dream I hadn't seen him in 20 years Even in a dream. I saw my dad in a dream I saw my dad in a dream I hadn't seen him in 20 years and uh, traditional initiation right have to do with transforming the mode of reaction. Sometimes, and usually, terrifically frightening uh, and actually uh, very painful rituals so that the individual will no longer think he's a little boy. There's some rather amusing ones from Australia, for instance, where things are pretty fierce. When little boys begin to become kind of nasty and difficult for their mothers to handle, the women get together and give them a good beating around the legs with sticks and so forth, and then in a few weeks, something very interesting happens. Chance to see what's going on out there. 
So he's sitting, a scared kid. That means about 12 or 13 years old. At the end of this uh, dance field, and it's night, a strange man comes out performing the myth of the cosmic kangaroo. The cosmic dog comes out and attacks the kangaroo. And after the youngster has seen this, fellows come rushing down the field and jump on the kid and continue to jump on him. He's going to remember kangaroo and dog forever. This thing is filled in. They may not be bright, but they get the point. And there aren't many points to be got. So mother's not good anymore. And now they have to face this thing. And then what they have to face is really no fun. So mother's not good anymore. And now they have to face this thing. And then what they have to face is really no fun. So mother's not good anymore. And now they have to face this thing. And then what they have to face. Is really no fun. See, mothers don't get anyone. Now they have to face this thing. And then what they have to face is really no fun. Shouts out to everybody locked in. God bless each and every one of us. What up, Adam? What up, Jeff? What up, Medium Warrior? What up, Patrick? What up, John Hannibal Smith? What up, Douglas Dan? But they're all pretty um, exciting. God bless. And when they're all over, the kid isn't the kid he was. Before he came, a lot has happened. His body has been changed, and he's then sent back to the girls. And there's one of them already selected to be his wife, and he's now a guaranteed little man. And he's gonna behave as a man of this crowd ought to behave. That's right. Choo-choo, baby. Oh! Thank you for being here. This was a Mini Wave Live Super Request Show. If you wish to make an apple pie from scratch, you must first invent the universe. Yeah! If you wish to make an apple pie from scratch, you must first invent the universe. Uh, 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 this is a time of great danger. Great danger! But our species is young and curious yeah. and brave. It's very honest. In the last few millennia, we have made the most astonishing and unexpected discoveries about the cosmos and our place within it. I believe our future depends powerfully Aye. on how well we understand this cosmos in which we float like a mote of dust in the morning sky. If you wish to make an apple pie from scratch, you must first invent 
the universe. If you wish to make an apple pie from scratch, you must first invent the universe. Sagan. Sagan. Boom. Boom. Deep in the human unconscious is a pervasive need for a logical universe that makes sense. Oh! Sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. But the universe is one step beyond logic. Hey! One step beyond logic. Hey! One step beyond logic. One step beyond logic. There is in all things a pattern that is part of our universe. It has symmetry, elegance, and grace. Those qualities you find always in that which the true artist captures. That which the true artist captures. You can find it in the turning of the seasons. That which the true artist captures. In the way sand traits along a ridge. In the branch clusters of the creosote bush. Or the pattern of its leaves. In the patterns of its leaves. We try to copy these patterns in our lives, in our society. Seeking the rhythms. The dances, the forms that comfort. There is in all things a pattern that is part of our universe. It has symmetry, elegance, and grace. Those qualities you find always in that which the true eyes captures. Which the true artist captures. You can find it in the turning of the seasons. That which the true artist captures. Yet, it is impossible to see peril in the finding of ultimate perfection. Ultimate perfection. Ultimate perfection. In the finding. It is clear that the ultimate pattern contains its own fixity. In such perfection, all things move towards death. Aye. There is in, in all things, things a, a pattern that is part of our universe. Woo. It has symmetry, elegance, and grace. Those qualities you find always Only. in that which the true eyes captures. That which the true artist captures. You can find it in the changing of the seasons. That which the true artist captures. The world is supported by four things. Yo, Dune. The learning of the wise. Dune wave is on Wednesday. Shit's getting epic out there. But all of these things are as nothing without a ruler who knows the art of ruling. Make that the science of your tradition. All of you, 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 you
Everybody's different. Everybody's similar, but everybody's different. And your attitude Ow. has a giant effect, not just on your life, but on other people's lives around you. That's 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 about it. Those I can't catch a break guys. Get them the fuck away from me. I can't be around those guys. I don't wanna hear that shit. I don't wanna hear that shit. Get them the fuck away from me. Get them the fuck away from me. Get them the fuck away from me. I don't wanna hear that shit. Get them the fuck away from me. Get them the fuck away from me. Get them the fuck away from me. I don't wanna hear that shit. I don't buy it. Everybody has bad breaks. I've had a shit ton of bad breaks. But you know what I did? Stayed up! And I thought through it. And I figured out what the fuck I did wrong. And then I went back. It's like, I fucked up everything I've ever done a hundred times. hundred times! There's no other way to do it. No. Yeah. You gotta realize when you have those shitty breaks what that is. It's an opportunity for you to reassess, reboot, get better, figure out another way. Find another way through. It's just challenges. And the people that look at those challenges go, whoa, whoa, we have these challenges. They're cancer. Right. Those people are dangerous to be around. They will rob you of your enthusiasm. They don't give you any fuel. They're the opposite of fuel. The fuel people kicking ass. The people that are out there just fucking hustling. Always, always getting things done. Always getting things done. My friend Jocko, every morning I'll check his Instagram page, 4.30, shows a picture of his watch. Get after it. You gotta get after it. He's out there working out at 4.30 in the morning. Does it every fucking morning. Why? Because, because he doesn't want to. That's how you do it. You go oh. after it, don't make any excuses. Oh. Those kind of guys are fuel, but those I can't catch a break guys, they're the opposite of fuel. They're just pissing on your fire. They're no fun. Get them the fuck away from me. I can't be around those guys. guys. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear that shit. Get them the fuck away from me. Get them the fuck away from me. Get them the fuck away from me. I don't want to hear that shit. Get them the fuck away from me. Get them the fuck away from me. Get them the fuck away from me. I don't wanna hear that shit. 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 Get them the fuck away from me. Anyway, boy, turn up his own, make some noise. Hey, yo, it's Kalei, what's cracking? Kalei is in a Tom Hanks facility on base, waiting to get transport back to our apartment. Yo! International Collide says good. Are we gonna say good? What a great show. C. Bush says you are underrated. You deserve more subs. Ah, fuck a sub. No, I mean, that's true. I don't know what subs means. We supposedly have 56,000, but I'm pretty sure only about like 50 of them ever get notifications, so I don't know what subs do. But the wave groweth, baby, and you know how the wave groweth? Every time you tell someone, hey, meaning wave exists, and they go, hey, what's that? And you go, it's this incredible psychotechnology. It's essentially like music, but it imbues you with the spirit, wisdom, knowledge, uh, lessons of the ages, you know? It's a bit like in the Matrix where Neo plugs that thing in the back of his head and then he's like, oh, I know Kung Fu. 
It's a bit like that, but you just listen to music. And you slowly, but surely, not even that slowly, quite quickly, as you turn into a flipping superhero. They go, really? Where can I get this meaning wave? And he goes, everywhere, baby. It's, it's uh, you know, it's on any streaming service you like. It's on any visual, visual medium you like. It's pretty much everywhere. And they go, really? And you go, yeah. It exists. Meaning wave exists. Holy cow. Well, well. C. Bush says it means subscribers. Yes, no, we know what subs means. We know what subscribers means. What we're wondering is whether it, uh, what masses, how many subscribers you have when YouTube doesn't send out the notifications. But anyway, appreciate the sentiments. Let somebody know today, C. Bush, Meaning Wave exists. Whoa! Big shout out to everyone who's here for this show. Shouts out to everyone who, who requested a song and got their request. Bob, Alec, Fool, Adam, Tim, Daniel, Word, Andrew, Rubix, Bob, Kevin, Roberto, Darian, Lee, Kevin, Miss Superconductor, Bob, Fool, Kyle, Adam, Bob. Flag Hat Films said Wavelord's Choice. That will be after this uh, talky bit. Bob, 2076. Kevin, Keith, Horse, Kyla. God bless each and every one of you by Joe. Shouts out to everyone. Uh, if you want to support the wave, you can become a member of the channel, of course. You can go to Bandcamp and download music, of course. You can go to MeaningWave.com, of course, and buy an epic shirt like the one I'm wearing. You can look cool like Akira Gadar. Uh, there's also a donation link on the site at the top right. Uh, it's got the PayPal, it's got the Bitcoin, it's got the Venmo, it's got the Cash App, it's got the Lucky Train. We got a Lucky Train! Choo, motherfucker, choo, choo, choo! Yeah, that's all stuff you can do. Like I said, baby, the best thing, I mean, you know, not, I don't know if it's the best thing, but a thing you can definitely do is you can let someone know today that Meaning Wave exists. And I would suggest doing that. I would suggest doing that, you know? Um, it seems to be working. Do you know how many people listen to us in the past 28 days on Spotify alone? On Spotify alone, brothers and sisters. Should we have a look? I don't know if I can see, actually. Ah, uh, yeah, there we go. If we look here, we'll see. 186,573 humans listen to the music on Spotify alone. And that's with Spotify seemingly actively suppressing us. So that's pretty sweet. The wave grows, brothers and sisters, and it's all down to you and thanks to you. You chose Meaning Wave. Choose Meaning, baby. Now you may say, I need some help in this process, and therefore I am going to find someone else to help me. Whoa. It may be a therapist. It may be... Gotta rewind that, BJ has a question. Will your publisher strike me if I have your music in the background of my Twitch stream? No. I don't have a publisher, well, I do. Anyway, I've, the people who, uh, who distribute the music have been instructed not to strike anybody. Uh, so we will not strike you if you play our music in your streams. We will not strike you. So there. Splash. 
Now you may say, I need some help in this process, and therefore I am going to find someone else to help me. It may be a therapist, it may be a clergyman, it may be a guru, it may be any kind of person who teaches a technique of self-improvement. Now, how will you know whether this person is able to teach you? How can you judge, for example, whether a psychotherapist is effective or just a charlatan? How can you judge whether a guru is himself spiritually wise or merely a good chatterbox? Well, of course, you ask your friends, you ask his other students or patients, and they're all, of course, enthusiastic. You have to be enthusiastic when you bought something expensive. If you bought an automobile, which turned out to be a lemon, it's very difficult to admit that it was a lemon and that you were fooled. And it's the same when you buy a religion or an expensive operation. But what people do not sufficiently realize is that when you pick an authority, whether it's a psychotherapeutic one or a religious one, you chose it. You chose it. You chose it. You chose it. In other words, that this fellow or this book or this system is the right one is your opinion. And how are you competent to judge? After all, if you are saying to this other person or other source, I think you are the authority. That's your opinion. So you cannot really judge whether an authority is a sound authority unless you yourself are a sound authority. Otherwise, you may just be being fooled. You may say, for example, I believe that the Bible is the word of God. All right, that's your opinion. I know the Bible says it's the word of God, but it's your opinion that the Bible is not lying. The church says the Bible is the word of God, but it's your opinion that the church is right. You cannot escape from that situation. It's your opinion. You chose it. You chose it. You chose it. Yeah.
You chose it. You chose meaning, baby, and you chose wisely. And I'm sure you've seen the results in your lives as a direct result of the choice. And that's what you do, baby. You make choices, you make choices, you make choices. Choose meaning. Choose kindness. Choose gratitude. Choose paying attention. Choose being the best you you can be, baby. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for being here. I am Akira the Don, your friendly neighborhood wave lord. I is DJ, architect of the Meaning Wave Universe. We're here every single day. Every single day! And we have been. For 266 days, every single day we have been here and shall continue to be as long as you need us, as long as it is possible. We will take advantage of this hitherto unimaginable opportunity and blessing, which certainly my grandfather never could have dreamed of. We thank the ancestors. We thank the gods. We pray. We pray that we have the wisdom to recognize the many, 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 many myriad blessings that have been stowed upon us, bestowed upon us. We pray we have the wisdom to take advantage of those blessings. We pray we have the fortitude and the wisdom to use these blessings optimally. We pray to remain vigilant, grateful, and happy to receive such blessings. We pray to be as useful as possible and to take advantage of all that has laid been before us in order to achieve 100% us in this lifetime and to achieve what we have been given the opportunity to achieve. God bless. Thank you. Sweet dreams. See you tomorrow, brothers and sisters. Amen! We'll be here tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. CT. T-W-I-T-C-H. God bless Melinda says, thank you for the prayer, love, and light. Shower blessings on us all. You already know. So many blessings. So many blessings. Just pray that we receive them. Thank you all for being here. We'll see you tomorrow. Three, two, one, bye. Bye. Choose me.